It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. Good morning, I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story on the 7 o'clock report. Severe Utah weather. A special hour on Utah's Morning News. As you just heard, the snow continues to pile up this morning in some parts of the Wasatch Front, and it's a slow go on the streets. We begin our live team coverage, Severe Winter Storm, with KSL News Radio's Adam Small, who at last check was near Kaysville. Adam? It took me about 20 minutes to go northbound. This is without traffic because of how much the snow is falling, how quickly it's falling, how much it's sticking on the road if you're not driving right behind a snowplow. It took me about 20 minutes to get up here from Bountiful, and it is affecting people, obviously, even more on the southbound side. You've got these freezing temperatures just making everything that's getting onto your windshield just freeze onto it, which is only making things worse. I uh, spoke with Matthew when I was down at Woods Cross. He's one of the many people who had to get into work this morning, and he says days like this are getting a little annoying. There's times you can't see 5, 10 feet in front of you. You know, people are going, there's some going 70 to 60 past you, and then there's others going 20 to 35, and you're trying to get over and switch lanes, and you can't tell how fast people are going or if anybody's even behind you some days. With how things are playing out right now, if you're heading to Salt Lake City from where I'm at, if you leave right now and you need to be at work at 8, you're probably not even going to make it on time at this rate. So stay home if you can. And again, I'll take the heat. You can tell the boss you can blame me. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. We continue our team coverage of the severe winter storm with KSL News Radio's Don Brinkerhoff, who has been making his way along the west side of the valley and just arrived at Jordan Landing. Don? Hey, Tim. It's kind of ugly out there. So on Bangor Highway from 62nd South, uh, headed south, so from 62nd to 78th, when I got off to get here at Jordan Landing, three cars off the side of the road. Uh, one was obviously trying to pull onto Bangor Highway, literally just stuck right there in the on-ramp. And the, uh, over here on the west side uh, where Bangor has those over-ramps that run over the uh, existing roadways, those are slick. Getting up them, you're probably going to need four-wheel drive or chains just because – they're ice packed, and it looked like they'd probably been plowed within the last uh, hour or two. But still, they're just snow packed, snow on top of ice. And like Adam said, it's cold enough that things are just as, as soon as it falls, it freezes, it sticks, and so it's just kind of making for as as unpleasant a commute as I can possibly think of. Live at Jordan Landing, Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. KSL News Radio's Andy Farnsworth is tracking the road conditions all over the Wasatch Front, and he joins us live from the KSL Traffic Center. Andy? Well, as Don just mentioned, Bangator Highway, I'm looking at uh, Bangator at 47th South, and I'm thinking, I think it looks like Highway Patrol, or uh, they're going to block uh, the traffic from going through the intersection. Going up that hill at 5400 South, uh, towards the 5400 South exit, is really bad on days like this. And uh, right now, I only see traffic being forced to the right, northbound, sorry, southbound on Bangor at 4700 South. But then, uh, because of those overpasses that you were mentioning, there are some that are really treacherous in snowy conditions like this. Today's a day you got to have good tires, because if you don't, uh, you're really going to feel the effects quickly. And you may not even make it to your destination because of the conditions on the roads. Amanda? All right. We'll check back in a moment, Andy. As you might expect, school cancellations racking up this morning. KSL News Radio's Kate Davis continues our team coverage from the Storm Desk this hour. Kate? 
Yeah, Tim, several school districts are doing remote learning today. Salt Lake, Alpine, Granite, and Canyon districts are just a few of the bigger ones. Meanwhile, Nebo, Davis, and Davis and Ogden school districts are delayed by two hours. Judge Memorial High School and Anthem Prep in South Jordan are canceled entirely. For live updates by the minute, check out our full list on kslnewsradio.com. Live from the KSL Storm Desk, Kate Davis, KSL News Radio. Well, we have some scattered power outages as well around the state this morning related to the snow. We're seeing power out in some neighborhoods of Salt Lake City, Midvale, Colville, Grantsville, and Cedar City. That's among others. The outages are impacting almost 3,500 customers, and crews are working hard to restore power as we speak. All right, you want some snow totals from the National Weather Service? Listen to this. Brighton and Park City, 25 new inches. 24 at Solitude. Here in the Valley, Sandy had 14. The Salt Lake Airport just updated their report. Now they have 14 inches. We also have cameras uh, showing the snow coming down at Zion National Park and St. George in southern Utah. They're not used to this kind of stuff. <laughs> no. And wind has been a major part of the storm impacting southern Utah. Overnight gusts reached 66 miles an hour in Panguitch and 63 miles an hour in St. George. So you take all that snow with all that wind and it causes some real concerns about avalanche danger. Nikki champion forecaster with the utah avalanche center tells ksl news radio the snow totals expected could be up to 32 inches before the statewide storm starts to move out on thursday we're getting a lot of snow with that snow we're getting a lot of water weight and we're getting a lot of wind we get all of those things we tend to get a lot of avalanches as well she says backcountry travel danger will definitely be on the rise with a lot of this snow water weight and wind which combine for avalanches over the next few days champion says we could rise up to high level danger she says the entire state is likely to see at least elevated avalanche danger as this storm works its way down through the state mark jackson ksl news radio First look traffic on the 7 o'clock report. It's emergency traffic, Andy. Amanda, and it looks like they are going to let some traffic go south on Bangor at 47th, but we've got a couple of lanes blocked right before that intersection, uh, and the snow is just dumping on West Valley and Magna right now. Uh, the I-15 corridor trying to get from Lehigh to Point of the Mountain, still in really rough shape, and I'm starting to see more and more backups near the canyons. Big and Little Little's closed. Big is open but requiring chains or four-wheel drives. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Well, the storm delaying some of the activity at the uh, Utah State Capitol today, but the legislative work will continue. Joining us live on the KSL Newsline is House Minority Leader Angela Romero. Uh, Leader Romero, are you working remotely today? No, I'm going to have to make it up to the Capitol sometime today. I have to be there by 9. Oh, wow. Good luck with that. Yeah. We heard this week is a big week when it comes to budgets. What can you tell us there? It's going to be a big week. Um, This um, work. We as a minority leadership team are working with the Senate minority leadership team under the um, Senator Escamilla and putting together our request. And we'll be meeting with our Republican colleagues on Friday to make some final budget decisions. So I was reading this morning, Representative, that um, it looks like the, the projected revenue, the estimates on the revenue came in flat uh, about $817 million in one-time funds, $410 million in ongoing money. What do you make of that when it comes to thinking about a tax reduction? You know, many of us don't support a tax reduction because we're worried about um, a lot of the spending that we had in one-time funding, our ARPA funding, and, and money from the federal government um, due to the COVID pandemic just to keep us, um, you know, floating. And so um, many of us have concerns with doing tax cuts because as we look at it, um, 
who really benefits from these tax cuts. So these are conversations we're going to continue to have with um, the other side of the aisle. The other, when we talk about taxes, the other issue that's getting um, uh, more traction, it sounds like anyway, uh, this legislative session is repealing the state food tax. Where do you stand? Where does your uh, caucus stand on that? Well, my concern with repealing the state food tax is it's tied to also um, the earmark for public education. So that that causes a, a, a concern for me. I would love to see, you know, no cell tax on food. But um, is this going to be like 215 where you, um, if you're saying you're supporting teacher salaries, are you also giving $8,000 for people to use in the private sector for public education? So I, I really want to look at that bill thoroughly and, and make sure when I vote on something, I'm not voting for two things that I, um, one I support, one I don't support. Mm. We'll continue to follow up with your help. Leader, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you for having me. Safe driving. After the Capitol House Minority Leader Angela Romero with us on the KSL Newsline. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.